1: We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take 8. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
2: Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always lead to better-than-expected outcomes. That is
3: correct. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from where, Ed? We are at iTink Studios right here in Santa Monica, California. Uh, We hope to be back in middle school studios very soon, maybe as early as next week, but... uh, We're happy to be here at iTink Studios uh, with a great show.
2: That's right. And some really great guests that have never been on before. That's right. And, Ed, you know what? What? Don't you ever want to really feel the confidence to just say, put me
3: in, coach? I do. And that's what this show is all about. Put me in, coach, with Marcus and Jeannie Marshall. Whether you believe it or not, your life coach Daryl and Ed have learned that when we think about others, that what we think about others, we will think about ourselves. And what we think about ourselves, we will think about others. True. So join with life and silently bless everyone with happiness. And we have some great stories about that. So during the second segment, the publishers of Keys to Recovery newspaper, Marcus and Jeannie Marshall, visit the locker room to motivate us with today's daily word, which is happy.
0: Oh,
3: oh man. This is such a great show. Um Yeah, the realization that we really are always life coaches, whether we like it or not. Right. And we were talking about this because, you know, I know plenty of people who have become life coaches I I, uh, from my time at University of Santa Monica. A lot of people went on from there to be life coaches. And, you know, the basis of life coaching is to see the good and the potential that someone may not be seeing in themselves and just encourage them that, yes, that's real. And Because when you do that, people go, oh, what a relief to know that I can be myself. Yes. And that that's where my prosperity and my joy and my service lies. And um, well, this shows a reminder that we're all When we
2: say that we're all life coaches. It's whether you like it or not, meaning it's always by the thoughts you think, the words I speak and especially my behavior. I'm always teaching others, whether I'm aware of it or not. Right. And the key is when you take that as a, um, like a dial on your uh, settings. Right. When right. you realize that that's the setting that you're really on all the time, regardless of the situation. Yeah. It tends to motivate me to act more like an ambassador of God's love. Yes. And then everything seems to go fine. That's right. Rather than, ooh, how am I going to, how am I going to deal with this situation? Or how right. Right. You know what I'm talking about. So so, Because Ed and I found that we can't go into any situation with how are we going to, okay, if I say this, then maybe they'll say that. And I'm going to respond like this. Right. I I can't do any of that. I have to just hang my hat 100% on, look, I got a job to do. And it's just to be kind and loving. Otherwise,
3: otherwise, my shit is sunk. You know, the other version, which I've been kind of looking at within myself is, trying to control everything and oh. everything, even subtly the difference between, like sometimes I can even use affirmative thinking yes. and all this stuff and I get scared because I think it's about controlling this circumstances and controlling the people around me. And it's not that at all. It's really about cooperating with the with the good that is already happening, that wants to happen. And the show is also, whether you like it, or whether we know it or not or like it or not, we are always life coaches. We're always having an influence on the people That's around right. us. We're always attracting to us more of the good or, you know, there, there, there's a Bible quote, to, uh, to he who um, has, more shall be given, and to he who has not, even that which he has shall be taken away. And when you look at it from a metaphysical perspective, about it's about st- our state of mind. When we know that our good is present, we get more to feel good about. That's right. And we draw it out of p- other people. We encourage them without even trying. Whereas when we get into a downtrodden state in our mind and we don't believe we have our good, we don't believe we're good enough. Just we'll we'll pull the gripers out of the woodwork. Right? That's right. And we may get we may not like what we, we we get. And the um there's a great reading in find your inner find and use your inner power by Emmett Fox. Go to daralded.com. At the top of the home page, there's a, a a little tab that says more. If you click on that, you'll get a drop down menu in which one of those is the reading list. Yes. If you go to the reading list, all the books we read, you'll find there. You, we don't make any money. You can order it off of an online dealer, but we. Put them out there because they work so well for us so this is called find and use your inner power he, uh, emmett fox calls it saluting the christ in him or her and i have a, a, a an abridged version for you here each one of us has a divine self that is spiritual and perfect but that is never seen on this plane like not with our senses right that is what we call today the christ within it is the real you or the real him or her now whatever you dwell upon or realize the presence of the Christ within, within yourself or with any, in anyone else. Outer appearances begin at once to improve. This saluting of the Christ need take only a moment, and it never fails to benefit the individual concerned and the person who does it also. When someone seems to be behaving badly or when you hear bad news concerning him, salute the Christ in him instead of accepting the appearance. When a given condition seems to be inharmonious, whether it be an organ of the body, a business arrangement, or anything else, see God working in it. Better still, golden key it. And this is saluting of the Christ, and it will heal it. The more often you salute the Christ in others, the sooner you will find it in yourself. And that's what's going to lead into these three breaths. And these three breaths
2: may seem absurd, but they're 100%
3: applicable Yes, I used it today. I
2: used it today too. We
3: both used it. Daryl used it in buying a car yesterday. I used it in going to back to my four week checkup for my hip um at Kaiser. I had to go to the hospital to, you know, to see the surgeon. And, you know, so we had to use this today because believe it or not, Daryl and Ed don't always wake up feeling happy or don't like no. we're not just walking on sunshine all the time or we don't realize we are. So we have to use these tools. Yeah, we it's not by virtue that we share
2: this stuff with you. It's because I was thinking last night, I go, what would I do if I didn't have these books oh my to believe goodness, in yes. or these this these beliefs to believe in? Yes. I mean, I, I don't know what I would do.
3: That's right. That's <laughs> I what right.
2: Do. So you actually have you're listening to two guys with the most experience, not because we're life coaches by trade, but because we are in a situation where we must apply these all the time but it sounds like that's dismal but it's not because in the application we get so much relief yes. and we get accused of being happy we get accused of you guys must always be positive mm-hmm. you guys seem so confident and it's only because
3: of our willingness to keep turning to these solutions right and to look within it's, yes. it's believe it or not is it's can be scarier but it's Easier if we look within and forgive. One of the two things Daryl and I talked about for the show: forgiving ourselves and blessing others, and seeing the good in others. Well, Those two things, and when we man, let, when we forgive ourselves, when we can forgive ourselves, it makes it so easy to let it go yeah. with other people. Well, that's, well, and there was one other. oh yeah no, okay. say
2: it. We're, g- we're gonna get to the breath, ladies. This and is general. the way every show goes, <laughs> man. <this So, laughs> because this morning it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yes. Because I was going into buyer's remorse and all that stuff, we can all understand. Yeah, because you and, just made
3: a big purchase made yesterday. A big right? purchase,
2: and I and I was telling myself I didn't read enough. I on the contract, I got screwed over. You know, this is what I woke up at three a.m. telling myself. Sure. And but, but here's the here's the great transformation in myself. I knew enough not to say all this to Lori to get her, I hear you yes. to get her worried or yes. feel bad about the purchase or what we call pulling her into your nightmare. Yeah, we didn't I didn't I knew better than to do that. So eventually I got up and I was doing my morning readings and one of the readings we're going to read that sparked off two of them that healed me instantaneously from this feeling of oh my. You know God, what?
3: I we think we up. should go into the reading because I just want to say the, the three the two say things, the three say the, the those two things. and then
2: okay, here, okay. Go ahead. So it it led me to these two conclusions and yes. we're going
3: to tell these stories in
2: a minute. But I told Ed, I go, you know what's in a nutshell that I makes that I can live successfully yes. and happily yes. day in and day out. It yes. hit me so hard That's is right. one, absolute self-forgiveness. Yes. And then two, trusting implicitly. And if I have those two things in place. Nothing can feels like I'm I feel immune well, to everything
3: negative. Trusting implicitly the good. good. Yes, in, life. in God. In, in God, God, God the good. In, in, in the good. Because uh when fear comes around, we get tempted to trust implicitly. I get tempted just like today when I was going to Kaiser. I get tempted to trust implicitly in this fearful voice that's being serious, like Darrell always says, it's what is it your it's, definition it's of sense? fear? Fear no, seriousness
2: is Fear pretending to act like a grown up.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't be, don't fear will put on a lab coat, like a right. pretend it's a doctor in my head and it give me medical advice. I was texting Daryl, don't be, you know, don't just because that fear is wearing a lab coat, don't believe it. it's not a doctor. Oh, <laughs> you right. know, like, listen to the actual doctor or listen to first listen to the voice of God within the voice, just let go and just listen, and you and you'll naturally start yes. to hear the good and self forgiveness. I sign off on that as well. That's one of the, the biggest thing I took away from – Daryl loves when I mentioned this. I almost never do, but this I went to a spiritual psychology program. The biggest thing that I personally took away was that self-forgiveness is the key to, to all forgiveness. To all really. forgiveness. I instantly loved everyone when it clicked this morning.
2: Oh, and we're going to share these three breaths because, listen, if you're yes. stuck, this is what I mean. These are going to sound absurd, but they're applicable, and they this works because if you're not feeling good, yes, if you're unhappy or even in physical pain, right. Ed and I have used this. Medical doctors have talked about it. Right, Dr. Jampolsky talks about it. Norman Cousins talks about it. Right, and yes. When we're unhappy, the best thing we can do, or we're in pain, is think. Or bless, think of in a positive way, a friend of yours, or think of somehow you could bless somebody in some way, right. however small, even if it's just a phone call to say, hey, I just want to let you know I love you. And it's the last thing we want to do when we're in those right. moods. But man,
3: it will get you out of it faster That's than right. anything. Because we can't hold on to our crap and open our arms to bless someone else. So we, yes. when we move over, and we can't, the more we fight against holding on to stuff and we condemn ourselves, right? the more we hold on to it. But when we shift gears and bless others, we open up our arms. It's like a little kid, right? When they're holding on, it's like, no, I want this. But if you hand them an ice cream cone, they put that thing down and they just walk <laughs> over to the ice cream cone. That's how blessing is. Yes. We have to replace the negative. You can't just fight against the negative with more negative. you got to, like, redirect into a positive. And so this, let's do this. This will do it. Okay. Let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. Ah. <laughs> when I'm unhappy and I know it. I bless a friend. Ah.
2: When I'm unhappy and I know it,
3: I bless a friend. Ah. Oh, now we got to do the whole thing. When, when I'm unhappy I'm a- and I know it and I really want to show it. <laughs> when I'm unhappy and I know it, I bless a friend.
0: Ah.
1: Oh, no, those angels. angels
3: sound good. And the reason why blessing is such a delight because we remember we're whole. Yes. Holy, whole, healing, all of these things, as we saw Deepak talk about in, in What is New Thought, I believe. They're uh, all the, movies we the recommend. same root. They're all the same root word. And when we, so Eric Butterworth in Celebrate Yourself in the writing called The Divine Equation, he says, when you become a whole person in terms of the positive outlook on life, you project the kind of vibration that has a healing, harmonizing, and prospering influence. You can bet that the happy person will have the least illness, the confident person will have the greatest chance for success, and the positive thinker will seem to have all the good luck, just like you were just saying. Yeah, and it's not an effort of self-will. I used to think when I would hear those that's things, right. that's right. I don't have confidence. I'm going to have to build myself up to go in there, Right. you know, like wearing a helmet. Just like I was saying, it could be, it's like, that, that self-will thing can slip itself in there, even with affirmative right. thinking. And But Eric Butterworth also says our goal is not to set it right. It's to see it right. And I was going to I'm going to read from uh, us. Go ahead. Yeah. Out, but this one just jumped out. Tell them what book it is, because that's a great book. Yeah, this
2: is called The Power of the Spoken Word. It's by Florence Scovel Shin. Now, this is an interesting person. She wrote The Game of Life and How to Play It. Yes. And she was a successful female illustrator. At the beginning of last century, which was
0: yes. difficult
2: for women to be a success in magazines like Colliers and all America, um, I can't even Saturday Evening Post, but she was applying these principles in her life, and that's how she was she enjoying wasn't letting all the rational success. mind get in the yes. way of her success. So she wrote these books as a gift to all of us. Yes, and she even self published them back then when it cost a fortune to do so. Right, and in this book it says. When you make your statements of truth, your enemy thoughts are vanquished. And it's talking about your enemies are your doubts and fears, your criticisms and your resentments. Every negative thought is an enemy. You may be outnumbered by adverse appearance, but be not afraid or dismayed by reason of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God's. And it says, she goes on to say, when you let God fight the battle for you, great blessings come out of every situation. For thy God will turn the curse into a blessing. For thy Lord, thy God loveth thee. It is very difficult for the average person to stand still, which means keep your poise and let infinite intelligence run the situation. Yes. People like to rush into the battle and try to manage things themselves. Yes. Which brings defeat and failure. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves ye still and see
3: the salvation of the Lord with you. You know, I mean, before you read the next slide, so that really perfectly. I'm going to tell a quick version of what happened this morning because I had my four week checkup. I had pins put in my hip, which everything has been amazing and graceful. But, you know, it, it also was like uh, required me to let go of will self will. And willingly see the good everywhere I went, right? And so yeah, and allowing God to do the healing. Yeah, and every not time Eddie. I've done this, that's right. <laughs> not that, Eddie. That's been one of the main things that reminds me it's God that does the healing, which has allowed me to let go of my, you know, my tight grasp and trying to do it. Like I said, even affirmations can become um just another willful. form of willful yes. if I think that the affirmation is like some magic word that's making it happen. It's not making it happen, it's me reminding myself to let it happen. So this morning. I had to go back to the... I, I couldn't barely s- sleep well last night. You know, it was almost like a, you know the first day of a job because it's the first yes. time I've had to wake up for anything anyway in a while. It's so. the first time you ever had to wake up at 8.30, Ed. Yeah, right. <laughs> in a good long while. So uh, anyway, thankfully, my wife woke up to drive me over there. And what's funny is I felt really lo- a- alone in all this. Even though my wife is so loving and supportive, I could tell my mind is just... was so afraid of what was going to happen, what news I might hear, whatever you know, going into a hospital and this and that. So I get to the, the place. And first of all, my wife is just like so comforting. But I noticed my mind wanted to run in there. No, I got to go handle this. But oh. instead, I just I let, I let her hug me. And I listened to all the positive things she was saying, even though part of my mind's going, well, I got a business ticket. I got to get to them. But instead, I, I go, wow, this feels really, really good. Why am I running away from this? I got to put on my lab coat. Yeah. So thankfully, I had the common sense to at least let some of it in. And um, after that, I... Started my way toward the hospital. My wife ended up meeting me. Then I go in there and I felt like, man, I don't know, can I, can I do this? Can I keep this positive thing going? What's real? Blah blah. blah. But I kept blessing it, kept blessing it. And then the nurse turned out to be a really positive lady, right? And then I had to get X-rays and I had to like kind of go quite a ways through some hallways. A part of me is going, I'm on crutches. What are they making me do this? You know, whatever. I just kept blessing it. At one point, my mind's going, I think I need to move out of California, a place where they're really friendly. And I go, yeah. all right, I hear you but I let that go. And as I, every time I let it go, I'd meet another friendly person. So I I got the extra, I went back to the waiting room. This older fellow, this black dude walks in, he's got his walker, the same walker I had. And he starts talking to me and my wife, and it was so positive. And he's like, I said, you look great. He said, God is good. I said, yes, he is. Even right there in Kaiser, right? And then he had some of the same concerns as me. He didn't want to take the the painkillers. Thankfully, I didn't have to, not because I was a manning it up, but like the because of what I had done and the, they well, did it that it did so painful? well. It didn't have that. But he's like, he told me, he said the day I just decided, you know, because he said he told me he had some issues with addiction in the past. And he's like, I was worried about it. But as soon as I said, no, I, I'm going to trust that I'm just going to, you know, let myself take one that day so yes. I can get through it. He said everything just got smoother once I yes. just relaxed and let yes. it happen, and now I'm fine. So I saw him, and I said thank you so much, so good to see you. Then I went into the doctor, and the doctor gave me great news about the X-rays. Of course. And then he even said, yeah, now we're just going to affirm that all the blood is flowing, you know, and all of that. So, so that was really positive. And all of a sudden, I'm walking out, and you know how moments—this uh, uh, t- whole thing only took an hour. The moments before I'm saying I need to move out of California, but suddenly because now I just, you loved California, Now, a <laughs> small town came to a giant yes. Kaiser Hospital. Yes. Uh, so I'm walking out. My wife's not in the waiting room anymore because she wasn't able to go in with me. Right. But this guy in a bandana, like a of of man, that was his mask or whatever. He says, oh, she just left. I'm like this guy. Yeah. That, and he's like, oh, I heard you guys talking. And he's like, I, I had to tell you. I'm a body surfer because he heard me talking about surfing. He's like, I want to body surf so bad. I can't wait to get in the ocean. See? And he was like so oh happy God. to be talking to me. And I said, well, when you get in the water, think of me, man, and I'll do the same for you. And he was like, all right, man. And we walked out. And then we had the last thing is we gave our name tags to this lady who was waiting to take the name tags. She's like, are you guys going home? Or are you coming back? I said, we're, we're leaving. She's like, God bless both of you. See? Not the most. It was like we were leaving a, a, in a metaphysical church
2: service or something Dude. like that. It was awesome. Well, wait. Now I got to tell this story cuz this is how this stuff works. Yes. I was going to read, but we're just going to tell real life stories. So yesterday, Yes, I want to hear this. Okay. Story. So yesterday, I, we were going to go to uh, the car dealership. Now, this sets yes. off all sorts of alarms. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's so another one of those places. Yeah, where I'm at a disadvantage. They know what they're doing. They're going right. to pretend this, pretend right. that, so they don't take advantage. Yes. And you know what? I couldn't do any of that. Right. So, in the morning, I do my readings, and this Florence Scoville Shin reading came to me yesterday morning. Yes. And I'm going to say, I'm just going to let God do it. And what I really wanted was a happy, loving, kind feeling experience. Yeah, guys like Daryl and I, like, that's more the
3: most important that's thing. That's
2: worth the price. Yes. So um, so in the morning, I wrote, I put my faith in the power of love, where I put my faith directly influences what happens. Wow. So I just held to that thought, um, and I called Silent Unity yes. to send love to the dealership, love to the people there. Right, right. Well, I get in there. We meet a guy who was supposed to meet with us. He was tied up with somebody else, so he says, "I want to introduce you to Jack. He'll handle you." And my mind wanted to do like yours. It wanted to go, "Oh no, already!" But but Lori goes, "Jack, that's my father's name." Wow. Now this guy, we're sitting with him, we're talking, and he needed to see my military ID and everything. Yes. You know, for the heads up on the transaction and all this jazz. Right. And he goes, "So what what service were you in?" And I said, "Oh, United States Coast Guard." He goes. Oh my God! Have you seen the movie The Guardian? Now listen, it's a, it's a movie with Kevin Costner about the Coast Guard right. with Ashton Cooker. No one's seen this movie, and no up. one and I, yeah. no one knows any. No, I never mean anyone to know anything about the Coast right. Guard. What, are, but what are the chances? I, but when you do these blessings, it's incredible. He goes, I've watched that movie five times. I Whoa. love that movie. He goes in my country because he's from Lebanon. I did. I worked volunteer rescue for
3: nine years. Wow. And we're having
2: this conversation. Long story short, the whole thing feels
3: good. Right. He did,
2: he's not trying to sell us a higher car. Right. Right. You know, he's going along, and yeah, there was some weird negotiating, but it all there felt good. There, yeah, yeah, there always or is. Often is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but long and short of it, uh, I I literally over life I go, should I give him my Coast Guard because I have a I have a actual real Coast Guard. It looks like a sticker on my car, but it's a magnet. You know, it's about a five. Oh, I didn't know that's
3: a magnet. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah it's mean.
2: not a sticker because I don't want stickers. It's like a coat of arms on there. Yeah, but it's a real Coast Guard medallion. You know, it's a legit one. It looks nice because it's the legit one. It does look one. Nice. Yeah, it yes. doesn't look cheap. So I said, I think I should give him my, because it felt so good to reward him with that. Cause, wow. Because he loved the Coast Guard. What right. do you mean they love the Coast Guard? So at the end, Lori's getting in her new car and she goes, you know, which means don't forget to give them that. Oh, wow. Thing. And it was funny because I was teetering on it. I understand. Maybe yeah. I don't need it. Maybe I'm just overzealous. Yes. So I said, OK, Lori, I'll see you later. And I said, wait, I got one more. Th- I got something to give you. And uh, it, you don't have to put it on your car, but you could put it, you know, on your refrigerator. And, he's just, uh, and when I showed him and I took it off the back of my car, he said, oh, my God, I'm shaking. He goes, I can't believe you're giving me this. He goes, oh, my God. Wow. He was like, you know, he said, I'm hugging you because, you know, we can't yeah, hug right yeah, now. He yeah, goes, I'm yeah. hugging you right now. It felt so good. I mean, this guy cherished it. He even emailed me today to say I've been showing everybody and bragging wow. about this. But, I mean, it was the same thing. It went from this. Seeming nightmare, yes, but when I blessed it and sent love to it, right, because I was thinking along the lines you were, and I had the same feeling. It felt like I was going to our neighborhood, right, you know, Andy Griffith Goober's used car
3: shop, you know, talking to someone I grew up with. This stuff you can't lose with the stuff We we use, that's right. It's based on principle. I keep saying this more and more lately, which makes me more and more enthusiastic about recommending the show and these books because. It's based on principle. It's not. It doesn't work because Daryl and Ed say it works. No. It's based on principle. Uh, how about we read Marianne? Yeah. Let me just, let me take us out with this
2: because this is so good. This is from Ed's girlfriend Marianne Williamson. Ooh la la. <laughs> and, uh, and it's from day two ten of a year in miracles. It's a morning meditation book. It's also on our reading list. Yes. And it's it's a reflection on meeting limits with unlimited thought. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. And it says, our power lies in meeting limited circumstances with unlimited thought, meaning what we think is a limited circumstance. Yes. And she goes on to say, if our circumstances tempt us to think thoughts such as, I'm such a loser, I will never have another chance. It'll take forever for this situation to right itself. I hate whoever is to blame for this. Then miracles, though they are programmed into the nature of the universe, like I yes. was saying cannot make their way into our awareness. They're in the computer, but we're not choosing to download them. With every thought we think, we either summon or block a miracle. We have power either way, power to use against ourselves or power to use to
3: free ourselves. The point is, we always have the choice. Fantastic, and coming up next, publishers of Keys to Recovery newspaper, Marcus and Jeannie Marshall, Visit the locker room to motivate us with today's daily word, which is happy. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Practical Spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
2: We're back for the second half of the show, Ed. Yes, and you know what today's all about.
3: Let's hear it. Put me in, coach. That's right, that's right. So, let's see here. i got a quick reading to continue the show from Spiritual Economics by Eric Butterworth. Again, go to generalnid.com to find our reading list and everything else we do. The more conscious... You become of the presence of the living substance, the more it will manifest itself for you, and the richer will be the common good of all. Identify yourself with substance, and you will soon begin to notice and rejoice in the ever-present bounty of God. He also says to keep alive the commitment to, to, to the view from the top. Keep centered in that feeling of thanksgiving. It says you are grateful from the root of reality. And he says, your thanksgiving is more than a response to what is happening around you or to you. It is a celebration of the truth, which becomes a causal assurance of a continuity of blessings leading towards prosperity for you. Ooh. Yes. And when he's talking about substance, he's talking about that presence of ever-present good that we're talking about when we drop into the awareness. Our good doesn't stop arriving. No. sometimes our mind runs here and there and isn't act- present enough to receive the good because it's looking over here and looking over there and it's scared it's you know it's like it's when you when you when I end up looking for something as if it doesn't exist say I lost my keys yes. if I look for them as if they don't exist like a chicken with my head I never find it but the moment I pause and ask the angels for help and just yes. look for it as it like tell myself wait it's not like they just vanish somehow they magically you know as soon as I get back into the awareness that it's there it makes it easier to find it. Okay. So, let's thank our listeners. Yes,
2: we want to thank everyone. We got a letter to read while our guests are on the air because yeah, okay. But we want to let you know if you want to write us a letter, yes, you can write a letter to funniest thing PO Box 1312 Culver City, California 90232. But easy access just go to downland.com and you could just press a link that sends us emails automatically. You can see everything we do. Everything is absolutely free on that site. We just do this stuff as an avocation, and we love sharing what we learn and discover with all of you. Yeah, if you go to the contact
3: form on uh, our website, you can easily send us mail, email, which is where we got our mail that we're going to share with later. And uh, so we appreciate that. Also, uh, let's thank our chief engineer. That's right. Oh, comfort? my goodness. This guy makes everything Unity Online Radio go Makes it sound good. He's a pleasure to work with. He always helps us out in any way, every any and every way that we could possibly need. His name is Jeff Comfort. And each week, he, he takes us right into the comfort, comfort zone.
2: There goes another cup of coffee.
3: Yep. Uh, shout out to Message of Hope. We have the pleasure of meeting them when we were at um, uh, Unity Village a few years back. They provide free spiritual materials to those in need. We love the blind or visually impaired community that tune into the show. If you want to utilize their resources or support their ministry, call 866-421-3066. Shout out to the prayer line, 800-NOW-PRAY. 800 669 7729 They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray. I used it this morning before going to Kaiser. I used it yesterday before going to the dealership. You could call them and they'll pray with you, which is amazing to hear. Something about our mind when when my mind, when I hear someone else praying from a, an awareness of God, of being God, of knowing God, and knowing that everything is well, that helps my mind shift back into the truth. Yeah, my hands will release. From the mental steering wheel. Yeah, you know that's what Jennifer was saying. In some many ways, lately she notices that there's a more of like a friendliness, in it, or like a, people are just more grounded in certain ways lately because everyone has had to collectively take their hands off of the mental steering wheel, right? With okay. all the changes that have happened. But we love the prayer line. Like I said, I typed in my prayer to the You Pray app today, yep. and uh, it's free. Yeah, it's free, and it's a great way to get ready for the coach to put you in because we're every day the coach is putting us in right we're all we're all in part of the game so yes. uh, we want to enjoy it and get the most out of it
2: and so, now the daily word now the daily word is a little meditation you could read every morning it's been
3: around for the daily word has been around for i think between 95 only, to 100 yeah, years yeah it's almost somewhere. one of
2: the longest running periodical in america Yes, and yes. it's it's the It's uh, very inexpensive. You could subscribe online, or you could read it for free at the bottom of our website. It refreshes every day. Yes. Or you could go to
3: dailyword.com. Yeah, if you order it, it's part of our morning routine. We didn't mention it this episode, but a morning routine is something we recommend that involves reading inspired material, meditating, and uh, affirming some positive thoughts. And this doesn't have to take a long time. No. Daryl's mentor said seven minutes was all it took. Whatever you can do to wake up and bless yourself and, and be kind to yourself, to just oh, let your your shoulders down and, and relax and let the good in and remind yourself that all is well and that you're supported is good. So, uh, you know, these people who are coming on remind People.
2: Their whole job is good.
3: Yes, yes, they're the publishers of Keys to Recovery magazine. No, newspaper. Newspaper, excuse me. I wrote the. And uh, Daryl writes for the Keys to Recovery newspaper. And we're so honored that they're here to join us today, Marcus and Jeannie Marshall.
0: Hello. Hello.
3: Hey. Yes. Now, are
2: you going to ask Marcus the big million dollar question? Oh, about the, we
3: heard rumor that Marcus, Marcus was rumor. Gonna originally going to go into becoming a, a minister. Is that correct, Marcus? Uh, Yeah. Back in
0: 1979, I was contemplating on becoming a minister, and Jeannie was my girlfriend at that time.
4: Oh, what? no. This story does not make me look good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but wait
2: a minute. You guys really are... Um, uh, you guys are ministers. Your, your paper is your ministry because it brings hope to, you know, not yeah. just a specific um, niche group, right, which are right. people who are either in recovery from addiction or alcoholism or those who are um, looking for help. You know, they could find hope in that newspaper, which you do as a nonprofit as well. So that really is a ministry definitely yeah but
4: he was he was talking about being a minister and i was at the height of my addiction and he said to me goes hey honey why don't you stop using i'm going to become a minister we'll get married and we'll look happily ever after and i was like oh i gotta go
3: (laughs) right
0: yeah go ahead
4: 33 years later
0: Yes, and you see, you know, Jeannie has always been honest with me. <clears throat> That's the one thing I've always appreciated. When I brought that up to her, I said we needed to really get clean and sober and do the right thing. And I wanted to become a minister. She said, "I don't know what a minister's wife do, but I know what they don't do."
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
4: then, but then, you know, we, you know, fast forward 33 years later, we ran into each other. And, you know, I was sober and Marcus looked at me, and said, what are you, you know, what are you doing? You're so different. And, you know, I told him, I said, "Look, I'm, you know, clean and sober, 26 years at that time. And so because the principles of the 12-step program that I go to are so God-based,
0: right? You know, right. Marcus,
4: took, he, Marcus, you know, took one look at it and he was in, you know, like a fish. Dryer. Right,
0: right. So, yeah. You know, when I allowed myself you know, with the cares of the world and with my own ambitions to take me to the side. I, you know, I knew what I was supposed to have done all along being a child of God, but I decided to do, do things my way. And it says our own, you know, our own systems and our own way of beliefs get us to where we're at. And it definitely got me in a lot of trouble.
4: Right, because at that point he was 19 and he went downhill and I got sober shortly after that. And Marcus was in and out of prison and, you know, just kind of living, a different style of life. But you know, right. when we came together again, and both of us are sober and running the newspaper. I mean, I, it's so many things what you guys said are just, I, you hit so many different topics. And I got to tell you, we were sitting here laughing, but shaking our heads. <laughs> yes, because our entire life is about God doing good, becoming the best people that we can become getting our own house in order so that we can carry the message, hope and recovery to as many people as possible every single day, whether it's through the newspaper or when we, you know, speak at meetings or when, you know, I sponsor quite a few women. And, you know, I, I believe, you know, the main thing that jumps out to me is nothing is more powerful than what we say to ourselves, you know. Yes. And because we believe ourselves, yes. whether it's good or bad, yes. we don't believe the voice in our head. And I tell the girls all the time, what you focus on becomes your focus. So be careful of what you're focusing on. Be careful of what your words are, you know? And, um, but yeah, so that that was me just going on a little tangent there. That's that's (laughs) right on the money, right on the money. I love that you're saying
2: this because coincidentally, um, my wife was two nights ago, she woke up and she was upset about something And we've both been in each other's lives since 1992. I don't even know how many years that is, but it's long enough to become really good friends. You know, if you're fortunate or really good enemies, I guess, if you're not. (laughs) But, But the good news is we've become friends enough to where the other person doesn't instantaneously panic all the time when someone says they're not doing good. And we're able to, you know coach each other out of it and and we're willing to hear what the other person yeah, has right, to say. listen and shine listen. light
3: on things yeah because really
2: the other person only wants the best so um, she was talking about how she was couldn't sleep because she was thinking about something that was disturbing her about you know something she was going through and i knew right away what she was talking about and i said isn't the mind funny i go when it it latches on to a pro- like you said it can latch on to a problem or it can latch on to the answer, and but when it latches on, even if I know it's the problem, sometimes even if I'm coaching myself out, no, God's the answer. Let it go. You know, it it starts to pull away, and then it goes back. But the good news is, when we know that's the truth, that that's all it's doing is trying to latch on to a false idea that's scaring us. Right. Even if it goes back and back and back. Because I know the truth at a deeper level, it's somehow I'm relieved of that problem sooner. And when someone else reminds me of that, in addition to myself telling myself, look, I'm just choosing to believe crap right now. And I know it, but you hear a friend (laughs) or your spouse say, oh boy, yeah. You know, when we choose to think crap, we can latch onto it. So let's think about the the way we want to go instead of where we don't want to go that we're right. obsessing with
4: well and i tell marcus all the time we can't both go down the rabbit hole at the same time no There's only room for one right yes, yes. definitely
0: it's you know, interesting too do you knows my favorite scripture one of my favorite scriptures is romans chapter 8 verse 28. you know it says all things work together for the good yes and, God, and chosen according to his purpose and i actually was baptized in 1968 at the age of eight And I listened, I read the Bible, and I took verbatim everything that God said. And I believe that I, you know, like he said, he says, uh, scorpions and serpents can't hurt you or anything if you believe in God and you're a child of God. And because of that, having such a deep faith and a a total belief in that, and Jeannie is my witness to this, I have actually in 60 years, I'm 60 years old, I have caught a cold four times. And the last time was back in the 80s. And I had the flu once. Because I believe every right. said, percent. And I believe that if we do take God at His at His Word, you know, like one of the things is it says, you know, it says, uh, always pray without ceasing and in everything, not for everything, but in everything. In all situations, thanks. Right. And if we do yes. that on a daily basis, you know, the whole day is gonna be set up with a positive aspect. And I used to wake up thinking, you know. I get to wake up every morning when tens and thousands of people around the world don't have that opportunity. Right. So I yes. really have nothing to complain about and the ball on my court
4: again, and I get to do the right thing. Well, and what you said about reading a daily word, you know, that you I think the reading you said was the daily word. It's like we read scripture every morning together. We also all different types of, you know, books, some recovery,
1: but yes. you know,
4: together, together because i believe that if i start my day off you know in a positive way and sometimes you know you said it yourself you got to restart and but the good stuff that i start my day with you know whether it's you know seven minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes you know it it really directs me and i got to be the best me that i can be at the beginning of the day because i do influence people you know when you're talking about being like yes i have the responsibility not just my daughter my mother you know marcus the women i sponsor the people that i come in contact with i know i'm an ambassador of god yeah it's important when, when people see me and they see my life i want them to know that it's god the good in me is god the bad in right. me me, me, you know but you know yes. it's important to, to be the best person i can be every single day that i'm accountable and what that does is it create sometimes I can't do for myself what I can do for somebody else. Yes. So if I know that other people are looking to me for a positive example, I'll go the extra mile to be that positive example. And at the end of the day, I have all that positive stuff. Regardless of why yes. I, oh I you know God. I do it. You no, know, this, this,
2: no, we know totally what you're saying. That's why we, we even were saying the three breaths, if I'm unhappy and I know it, bless a friend because <laughs> There's a great... Um, I know, Emmett we laughed Fox, a lot. We love well, that. C- well, because you're given the perfect example in real mm-hmm. life of how that works. And and Emmett Fox uh, said, I'm reading his bio, I found an old biography from 1950 about this guy. And he's one of the people we read from, we read from him today. And in there, he was, he's, was sharing how, you know, God doesn't... He, God does things primarily through us rather than to us and as we allow like you said i don't want to the first thought when i'm feeling self-pity or bad about myself or beating myself up i don't think i'm gonna call ed and see if he wants to get coffee right you know in a positive way uh Mm -hmm. but i've learned now to like take myself by the shirt collar (laughs) And say, all right, you gotta you gotta go cheer someone else up. I mean, even if it's just a postcard to a niece in New Jersey, right? You know, just something simple to get that love flowing through me. And like, uh, like you said, Jeannie, at the end of the day, it's like I can't believe I was so miserable this morning. I, I feel like a different person, like yes. in a healthy way, by doing something that's so contrary to what you would think, like would get you out of the funk. Right. It's to bring love to another, to bless another. Right. Right.
4: Well, and I believe that's why God has positioned me and Marcus to do what we do, because not only do we get to influence people and help them, but it, it gives us a purpose. Yes. purpose live life is, you know, it's just so much fuller when I'm not just thinking about my bills, me, right. me. The minute I can start living outside of myself, you know, we get let, we send a lot of our newspapers into the prisons and, you know, with, everywhere that we send our newspapers, we do it for free. Um, we go into the prisons and then they write us letters and Marcus writes every single inmate back, you know, because he was in prison and he knows how. To write right. are. Yes. Wow. He of, you know, he always puts a bit of scripture and it's, You know, I know that if I wasn't, you know, the too, I sponsor 25 to 30 women at any given time. My phone is always ringing. I have texts. I have conversations. I have emails. And I believe that's because I need to constantly be out of self. Yes, yeah how selfish I can be and he has set my life up so that it's easy for me to be selfless yeah when I first got sober my mother's nickname for me was gimme pig because all I did was you know gimme 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 gimme.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> I get yeah, that now she
4: calls me, she calls me angel so. <laughs>
3: right well I wanted to share okay. about one thing that you shared about which um you know, I, I came through, found a lot of these principles through psychology, through spiritual psychology, and, um, and then Daryl taught me about the word sober and what it meaning, like spirit, like mentally sober, seeing right thinking, you know, righteous judgment, someone might call it, or just being in the in the loving flow, remembering who I am, and uh, so I started saying, I just got to stay sober until God takes over, because the moment. <laughs> that one of those god thoughts lands in my head it resets everything right? yes. the moment i actually receive it yeah. it changes. it's not like it's it's not even re- it's not even related to the fear thoughts it's a whole yes. different frequency and the other thing that i want to say based on something you said was that you said something about how when we talk to ourselves lovingly how yes. important that is and i was sharing this with someone recently i think it was on our zoom the other yeah, day zoom. i was yes. sharing how like I never used to realize until a psychologist sat me down in one chair and said, "That's your mom in that chair, and that's you in this chair. What, what is, what do you want to say to your mom?" And then go in the other chair. What is your mom? What do you want your mom to say to you? Be your mom and say it to you, you know. And so, in that moment, I was like, "Wow, I can say that to myself. I don't need my mom to say it to me." The realization that, like, when there's fear and doubt and worry, sometimes I'll say to myself, "I hear that you're scared, Ed." And I hear that you're upset. And and the moment I do that, sometimes that same voice inside me will go, really? Yeah. Instead of fighting, it's like the law of non-resistance. Instead of fighting even my own resistance, if I say, I hear how scared you are, Ed, it's okay. That same voice, it's like a kid will go, really? Oh, you know, it'll start to show, I'll start to remember that there's nothing to be afraid of because that subconscious mind will start to relax and open. And there's something about that power of our own voice yes. the self-love of, of affirming and uh accepting ourselves and encouraging ourselves there's so much great freedom in that and then like you said it's so much whatever it takes to get in that flow then passing it on to other people because i'm a teacher in special ed and i counsel a lot of young people and there's something about hearing someone else go through it that makes it easier for me to go oh, that's me yes it's not as big of a deal as i think it is but it seems like such a big deal in that moment and Just participating in that teaching and that sharing is so helpful. I know we got to get to our reading. Yeah, we got a bunch of things we got to do. We only got five minutes left on
2: the show, but I just want to say that (laughs) has been so helpful to me to let myself off the hook by saying kind things to myself, like you just described. Yes. And even with the whole like the morning after buying the car and thinking, oh boy, I you know just the silly thoughts that can come into my head, but then I just I was like. You know what? You're gonna be able to really now be helpful to somebody else. Yes. When they go oh, through definitely. now, you know one more
3: thing yes. to share positively yes. that'll benefit somebody else. So it was worthwhile. That's right. That's right. All right. Marcus and Jeannie, we've got to strap on our helmets here. Before we read the Daily Word, where can people find uh, the keys to recovery newspaper if they wanna um get a hold of it? Well normally I
4: would say at any meeting or central office or the libraries, yes. but with so many places being closed down, they can contact us. It's at uh, keys to recovery newspaper.com. They can digitally look at it, they can okay. download it, or they, or they can request that we mail them a copy for free.
3: Great. Now, um, can you read us the Daily Word? Because we want to hear that while you're here. Yes. Which one? The happy. Do you have a copy of oh,
4: happy? I do. Happy. Um, how far yes. How do you want me to go all the way? Yeah, if
0: you'd
3: be willing, okay. that'd be great.
4: Okay. Happy within me is all that I need to be happy. If the state of the world is affecting my state of mind, I remember that happiness begins within. I have the power to rise above out, outer influences and maintain an attitude of gratitude and joy. I can develop this attitude through my awareness of my oneness with God. Knowing God is always with me, I choose to see situations in the outer world as temporary conditions, not as enduring reality. Happiness is my truth as I move through life in partnership with God. I have power over my thoughts and attitudes, and I embrace that power today. As I remain committed to happiness, I feel any tension release and feel a new awareness of the activity of God at work in my life. I am joyous, happy, and free. O Lord of hosts, happy is everyone who trusts in you. Psalms 84, 12. Yeah.
3: What do you want to do? Get through this letter? Joke. I think
4: we should do the letter. All right. We got a great
3: letter from a fan that we wanted you all to hear. Yeah, while we you're wanted here. you to hear this. It's from Joan Rose from DarrellNed.com contact form. And she said, I've been waiting to write this note for a long time. Thank you both for lifting me up and helping me remember the truth. I'm a lifetime true student through unity and divine science, but I still forget to rely on the tools and turn things over to God. Several years ago, I found you on a night that I was very sad and lost. My adult son had fallen heavily into abusing alcohol, and I felt helpless. You both were exactly what I needed, and many, many nights, if I was unable to sleep, your podcast was my comfort. You have the light touch, but filled with gems of real-life examples and inspiration. Something about your messages keep me going. I needed to laugh. I could not wait to listen to another broadcast. You have been on many long walks with me. Thank you for the encouragement to call Silent Unity. For a long time, I felt my problems were not enough to call them. It took tremendous pain before I would call. I have now called several times and so grateful I did. Their simple affirmations calm me and are doing their wonderful work in all persons and circumstances. Grateful for the quotes and passages you pull from truth books, some books that I have had but forgotten, and many that I purchased recently and love. I, of course, love my morning routine, best time of the day. One day you referenced the 12 steps. And I felt so affirmed. I do not know either of your stories, but I instantly felt that you understand my, that my, what my son and family are experiencing. The great news is that the healing is taking place. Although my son does not openly accept a higher power at this time, I know God is guiding him. And as the affirmation said, he is free, whole, and well. Thank you, thank you for being uh, there each week. I'm so grateful that you are back on the air. Much love to both of you, my friends, Joan Rose.
1: Wow. wow.
3: Yeah, so Joan, you can check out the Keys to, the, to Keys Recovery, Recovery, Recovery Newspaper.com, newspaper. <laughs> and they get more support there. And We're all praying for you and your son. Um, should we sing it out? Let's sing it out. Yeah, I think you're going to like this, um, uh, um, this song that we have here, Marcus and Jeannie. So let's sing it, Daryl. You ready? Yes. If you're happy and you know it, bless your friend. If you're happy and you know it, bless your friend. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it, if you're happy and you know it, bless
2: your friend. Tune into ed.com to find these keys links to RecoveryNewspaper.com. We love you. Everything we do. Thank Jim Cooper, you, thank you for joining us. You're on happy and you know
3: it, and you really want to show it. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, bless your friend. <laughs>